This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, hey everybody, what's up? And welcome back to the Coast Channel. I'm Kaylin, and over here I like to have deep conversations over a nice cup over a nice cup of whatever you'd like. Today I'm drinking a coffee, which cheers. And today I wanna to talk about not feeling good enough. This video or this uh, coffee talk actually comes in as a request from the Public Co's Discord chat. It comes in from Paula saying, hi Kaylin, could you do a video on why we don't feel like we're good enough? This is a topic that I've been trying to unfold, but I'm having a hard time grasping depth. Thank you. But thank you for sending that in, Paula, and I would be very happy to crack that conversation open today and talk about it. So there are probably things that I might not communicate right, or I might say wrong, or I might forget to say. So just kind of picture this like an open-ended conversation, just impromptu off the top of the head between two friends um, over, like I said, a nice warm cup. And another thing I've structurally changed when it comes to the coffee talks is setting the vibe or like the tone or the mood before we jump into the conversation. Now, usually I do this with, with visualizations, <laughs> but I feel like the weather's already kind of set the tone for us today. So just imagine that we're sitting here in my guest room talking about why we don't feel good enough while there's a giant thunderstorm outside. So the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about why we don't feel good enough comes from a book that I highly recommend reading if you guys are into reading. It's called The Courage to be Disliked and then there's a follow-up which is The Courage to be Happy. There's two authors of this book which I'm Googling just so that I don't mispronounce or forget their, their right names. Fumitaki Koga and Ichiro Kishimi. Now I might be also pronouncing those wrong. And a common theme or highlight throughout those books is the idea that all of our problems are interpersonal problems, meaning that if every single other person on earth disappeared from the world and it was just you, you wouldn't have those problems. I mean, there's definitely still the problems of like survival and such. Yes, you would definitely need to be able to like put a shelter over your head, get some food. But in terms of the more emotional side to problems, almost all of our problems are interpersonal problems. A pretty good reason that we don't feel good enough is because there are billions of other people here on earth that we are constantly contrasting and comparing ourselves to even if it's not conscious, even if we're doing it subconsciously. Now, on top of that, there comes in the whole concept of social media because this is a new thing. Social media is a whole other like demon, <laughs> demons aggressive game. It's a whole other game. I don't wanna like, like, you know, vilify social media, but there's obvious pros and cons to it. And one of the huge cons to social media is 
constantly being tapped in and aware to what is going on in the lives of hundreds, if not thousands of people online, from strangers to famous people, to influencers that you like to follow online, to your friends or even friends that you don't even talk to anymore. Now, that's not to say that this feeling of not feeling good enough or feeling inadequate wasn't a problem before the rise of social media, but I do feel like it's pretty safe to say that it's amplified now. It's amplified to the degree of, well, one, how often you tap into social media, and two, how many people that you follow or how much content you consume. I've also felt inadequate or not good enough as soon as I contrast or compared myself to someone that had more following, someone that, in my eyes, I judged their videos as better, or I judged their personalities as more likable, or whatever, you know? We all kind of do it in our own ways and we all, we all cast these separate types of judgments on other people and on other things and then compare ourselves to them. Like we hold ourselves up against them and it's messed because again, like I, I, I really, this is not a video about social media, but I just want to pick this apart for a second because I do think that social media can play a huge, huge part into why anyone might be feeling like they're not good enough in today, in the modern age. This is just to show you how warped social media can be, is that there have been times that I didn't even feel good enough in comparison to myself. Like, almost as if the image that for so long I was trying to put out to the world was so much better than who I actually thought myself to be, that even I didn't feel good enough looking at my own content, which is a really messed up thing, but it's just to show that social media is all just, like it's not, I'm not trying to say that there isn't good in social media, there is, and that there isn't authenticity or humbleness with social media or truth with social media or expression with social media. It's really kind of, I guess in a sense, our own personal responsibility to stop ourselves from taking something good and hurting ourselves with it by comparing ourselves to it, even if it is like comparing yourself to old pictures you have online. Because again, too, like you know more than anybody, a photo is not an accurate representation of your life. Even a video is not an accurate representation of your life. It is a condensed curated version. It is the cinematic view or, you know, it's art in a sense. It's really kind of art. It's digital art. It's, it's a really tricky thing to do if you've gotten into a habit of comparing and contrasting your life against other people's or what other people's lives look like. Because again, nothing on social media is 100% what someone's life actually is. But it is, it is almost a call to action to stop yourself in your tracks. And apparently the thunder agrees. That was a crack. Wow, I have goosebumps. So yeah, just a little section on social media because I do think that, and there's probably so much more I could say here, but I, I really think that being tapped into other people's lives all the time, other people's thoughts, other people's judgments even, uh, can, con can cause a lot of inner turmoil. It can cause a lot of miss representation of who you are and also misrepresentation of the idea you're projecting onto somebody else. That said, when you take social media out of the equation, there's definitely a lot of other factors that can feed into possibly not feeling so good about yourself. And so the first one that comes to mind is, are there patterns from your history or your past 
that made you feel not good enough in the moment that became almost like open wounds or even suppressed wounds that can sometimes get picked at by future or present things. So like, were you picked on as a child? Were you left out as a child? Or were you, did you internalize these things to feel like you weren't good enough, to feel like you weren't likable, that you didn't belong? Insert whatever it is here. And this isn't always the case, but a decent amount of the time, the things that we struggle with as insecurities or as faults or as like, you know, character bumps in the road, let's call them, are stemmed or can be stemmed to experiences we had as children, especially during the developmental stage. In the first few years of life, especially before you go into socialization, so whether it's going to school, kindergarten, whatever, those first few years, as your brain is developing, it's creating a map system. The problem is, is if, if you experience something, and all, almost all of us do, experience something that is really hard to process, it's hard to, or you internalize, that becomes part of the map. So as you get older, you, let's say you're no longer four years old and you know you got left behind by your friends who didn't wanna hang out with you that day and you internalized it and thought, I'm not good enough, I'm not cool enough, I'm not likable enough, they don't like me. Turn that into, into your 20s, into your 30s. And you might think like, I'm not good enough, I'm not successful, I'm not likable, I'm not lovable. You go on social media, you see people launching their businesses, you, you see people popping off online, you see people thriving in all types of ways, and you think, well shit, I'm just not good enough. I can't do that, I can't be like that, I can't, Again, this is where the social media comes in, but even if you take the social media out of it, if you go into a situation again where you get rejected or where people don't like you or you get some harsh criticism or harsh feedback, you might have already created that mapping system in your mind from when you were younger that internalizes it as, oh, I'm not good enough. Like, this is because I'm not blank enough. It doesn't even need to be good enough. It can be smart enough, pretty enough, likable enough, funny enough outgoing enough, popular enough, like anything, you know? And again, it just, it's part of that mapping that perhaps could have been created from something huge to something really small that was mapped into your brain as a child. Coloring something and like a teacher told you that it was horrible, whatever it was. Especially if you habitually struggle with low self-esteem or habitually struggle with not feeling good enough, not feeling sure of yourself, then it might be worth looking into those types of experiences. And I know that not everybody is open to these types of things, but something that I've done both with my therapist, I've also done hypnosis on this, and I also do it in my own spare time with like my journal and such is working on healing childhood traumas. Again, use your own personal discretion, but I really feel like having a therapist to guide me through those things not only made me feel like safe, like I wasn't alone in it in those moments, but it also made me feel like I like I could go there and I could see it for what it was because I had someone else pitching me a different perspective. I've also done it in hypnosis, which was super interesting because when I got hypnotized, I was brought back to my childhood you know, age or era and I was able to actually, in a sense, in my mind or in my mind's eye, communicate with my younger self and give her what wasn't already readily available to her at that time. Whoa power just went out, hold up. When I went through some bullying in high school where specifically the older girls really didn't like me and again, would kind of go out of their way to make me feel 
like an outcast or left out of certain situations. Specifically, even I dated somebody that was older than me and so did my friend. And like my friend would get invited to these parties that I wouldn't get invited to, that my boyfriend would also be invited to. So it was like a very, it was a very obvious, like you're not included with us. And again, that opened up that wound for me, that same feeling of being young and being shut out on the other side of the door. That All that is, is part of the mapping of my brain that had already decided at a young age that I was not likable, that I was annoying. And then this situation was re-dragging re it up for me. So it's worth looking at your past experiences. It's worth maybe even seeking out a therapist or anyone that you feel comfortable enough to maybe open up with. Or like I said, you can definitely journal these things with yourself and just sit and ask like, where did this come from? This first initial belief that I was not good enough. When did it begin and where did it start? And then one last thing that I that comes to mind when I think about not feeling good enough is this idea of perfectionism. And again, too, like we are all such individual, unique creatures here on earth with unique individual experiences as well. So like to say that, like that perfect doesn't exist I walk a line on that because I'm like, I think we all have our own versions of perfection in our minds. And we then again, hold ourselves in comparison to these ideas of perfection. The problem with perfectionism, because it can, it's such a close, close line between it being a motivating factor and it being something that completely debilitates you and stops you from being able to move forward and take action in your life or step up and believe in yourself. Again, I'm gonna throw in some personal experience here because this is something that I've really tried to break down within myself where I definitely used to be a bit of a perfectionist when it came to my physical appearance to the point that it actually caused detriment to my health and detriment to just my, my mental health, like all of the above. Really show up, you know, completely authentic. Like let my hair be like doing all these weird things. Let my makeup be smudged and like, you know, just really just kind of own it and just be like, this is how I am today. Yo, what's up? I just woke up. Um, there was definitely a shift and that also played into really having to work with that. Like, it's not like if you, let's say are a perfectionist with the way you look and you really work on that and you stop putting all of these like rules, like there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup and getting ready, but allowing yourself to not feel like you have to, it's not like it's just gonna be sunshine and rainbows. Yes, to an extent, most people probably will not care. Like they're just gonna treat you as they already did, but you also will have people that will judge you. And it's just, it is the way it is. It's the world we live in and it sucks. I could do a different coffee talk on having to deal with judgment because it's not fun. But again, it's an opportunity to stand strong in your truth, to use it as a challenge that you're being presented and it's totally up to you whether you wanna take that challenge on and use it as a time or a chance to shift the mappings of your brain, to shift the ideas that you've preconceived about yourself or about the world and think, you know what? You can judge me all you want, but I like the way that I write, look, cook, dance, whatever, whatever it is. This is not as easy as it sounds. I think that this is something that when you have gotten to a point where you're like, God, I just don't feel good enough for anything, that is definitely gonna take some, some good old soul work to come out of that place. I would highly recommend if it's available to you to seek out that type of professional help because there is nothing shameful about that. Like having a therapist has been life changing for my experience with not feeling good enough and for my experience with going back and healing a lot of those childhood 
experiences that mapped out that part of my brain that made that connection. Like, oh, it's me, I'm not good enough. Oh, internalized, like not nice enough, not whatever enough. But on top of that too, my best advice, if I could give any for you, if you'd like to have some to walk away with from this talk today, it would be to just activate and practice as much self-compassion along your journey as you can. And then to follow that up, to make everything you do to the best of your ability conscious. So even if like you can't do anything to get yourself out of that feeling of, I just don't feel good enough, then feel that way consciously. Don't suppress it. Don't make it part of the subconscious that then drives your behaviors and choices. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. An example of being conscious about it would be, let's say you're in a situation where you're in a room full of people and you feel really insecure because you think or you have concluded in your mind that all of these people are above you in some way or another, which, holy, that makes me also want to spin off on a talk about power complexes, but not today. This is not the chat today. But let's say you're in that room and you're like, holy crap, I just do not feel good enough right now. Then consciously own that. Take a moment just with yourself and be like, okay, I, I see how I feel. I'm noticing how I feel. And then notice what it's doing to you. Notice what it's doing to your body. Like, is it making you feel a little anxious? Is it making your hands clammy? Um, is it making you wanna isolate, run away and hide, get out of the situation as fast as possible? Is it making you want to unhealthily work on yourself? Like just notice, notice it and call yourself out gently. Just be like, oh, I'm doing that. I, I can see where my brain wants, how my brain wants to use this problem to like push myself forward and see if you can sit in it instead. See if you can ask like, where is this coming from? What judgments have I concluded in my mind that are making me feel less than? When was the first time I felt that way? No matter what you do next, just do it consciously. Even if it is leaving the situation and going home to just like get your favorite bag of chips and just like have a good cry, 
do it consciously. Because if you're doing it consciously, then you're making the active choice to say, you know what, the only thing that's gonna make me feel better right now is a good old bag of chips and a cry in my bed, which is an empowering choice. Like you're making that choice from an empowered state. Or you can see that and be like, oh, that's the only thing that's gonna make me feel better. What if I consciously try something different? What if I'll have that backup plan, but what if I just try to get up there and say my poem out loud? And even if it's uncomfortable, then afterwards I can go get the bag of chips and go cry myself to sleep. Like just whatever you do, do it consciously because that is you actively working through that energy. That's you actively working through that thought process that led you to thinking that you're not good enough. And one last thing, just because I feel like I have to include it for anyone that might be watching or listening today that is in that space that doesn't feel good enough. I don't want to blanket statement this with this whole like, love yourself, everybody's good enough. Like we're all God's children, even though we are. I just, I, I understand what it's like to struggle with this. And I understand how deeply this can go to your core and how unmotivating and how sluggish this can make one person feel. Constantly feeling like you're not good enough really becomes this issue of feeling just like, like, like there's no right thing to do or can become a huge, huge boulder in the way of you living your life. Just in case you needed somebody to say it to you, like you are good enough. You're good enough just as you are. There are gonna be a million things out there in the world that could make you feel like you're not good enough. It all boils down to you are on your own individual unique path. You are having your own individual unique human experience that is unlike anybody else's here on earth. It's almost too easy for us to contrast and compare ourselves, especially people that are in similar fields or in similar demographics, but it doesn't make it the same, you know? They're, these are still all individuals having individual experiences and each one of us came to earth fully equipped with everything we could possibly need within ourselves. Not everything is, is as personal as we make it. Not everything is an opportunity to test yourself. And yes, there is always gonna be room for improvement. There's always gonna be room for growth and evolution, but just know that everything that you possibly need or, or just everything that about you is already as it is and is good enough just just because you're here so to paula and anyone else that related to paula's request today i hope this gave you just a little bit of food for thought um, maybe lifted your spirits a little bit or gave you a new perspective to look at it at if you guys have anything to add to the conversation as always feel free to drop it down below in the comment section and outside of that i'm sending you guys so much love and i'll talk to you all in the next coffee talk bye guys Thank you.